All right, I'm not going to read the whole intro because I've said it already for two episodes and I feel like I've hammered it to death so far. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, welcome to Film Buddies with Tuesday and episode three's co-host, Camille. Um, everyone already knows about me already because I've said my spiel, but Camille, no one knows about you. So if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you for having me on the show. Um, and I'm Camille. I'm a New York native. Um, I currently am working as an assistant, but not for long. <laughs> but uh, my uh, my passion is uh, content creation, making jokes, writing yeah. funny things. Um, I started and directing. And directing, producing, writing. Um, Yeah, I um, started a production company with two friends a couple years ago uh, called Trash Head Productions. That was cool, and we've done stuff with them. Now I'm kind of just focusing on, like, writing some stuff while the world has shut down. And (laughs) we'll see see what type of content people like uh, when this is all over. Yeah, right? Post-quarantine, what are we going to be looking for? Yeah physical <laughs> you need to whisper jokes in people's ear yeah until you're like and my name's camille follow me follow me <laughs> um so this episode we're talking about two actresses who they're not both scientists but like one's a scientist and one's an inventor so both in the stem field fields science technology engineering and math so yeah, fields, plural, yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. So Hedy Lamar is the first one we'll talk about, and then we'll talk about Maya Bialik, who people probably are more familiar with because she's on TV now. Now, I don't watch. <laughs> usually know a lot of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think people know Hedy Lamar now because, or maybe it's like film people know about her now because yeah. they're like the mother of Wi-Fi, and yeah. now we're like, oh, cool, who is she? Um, but I don't think these trying times (laughs) yeah yeah good for her (laughs) (laughs) um so Hedy Lamar is a well-known actress who didn't originate in the United States but she came here for some films starting in the late 1930s and acted through the 1940s and 50s before she kind of like disappeared from society (laughs) So reading about, like, the second half of her life was a lot more grim and hard to find because she she just, like, was like, I was in the spotlight for so long, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all were yeah, so annoying. <laughs> she was super successful, and then she's like, all right, bye. Um, and then in her spare time, she worked on inventions, which was pretty cool to read about. One of them was, like, this... Um, alternative to tonic water or some kind of like bubbly water that I guess didn't work out but she tried she tried she loved the bubbles I thought that was interesting like oh going from like wi-fi to uh sparkly water yeah well I mean she had to keep herself hydrated during Mm -hmm. all those wi-fi and gps technology you know research and things (laughs) Yeah, you gotta quench your thirst. A little about STEM. 
you know what's actually really interesting and like why I am like excited about talking about these ladies is that when I was younger, I actually really wanted to work in STEM. Um, I loved science and I loved math, weirdly enough. But then in high school, I kind of did the whole like, you're too stupid to do science and like, right. My teacher sucks. So I was like, well, like, if I'm too stupid for that, what can I do? And I was like, oh, film. Like, so I was like, whoa, whoa. ouch. No. <laughs> I literally went from, like, one exclusionary, like, like industry towards women to, like, yeah. another one. It was just like, I've got yeah. like, shot on either way by men. So Yeah, I started, I was like, oh, I'll do music because I have done music like all my childhood and teenage years and then I met my classmates and was like no (laughs) I don't like this and then I thought like oh my parents were both chemists so that should be easy for me and the classes were but I was also like this isn't thrilling enough for me yeah and then landed in film and you know it's thrilling but most of the times it's just a little frustrating yeah, it's a lot of space. I don't know if you know doctors are doing a bunch. Well, they're just doing a lot of things right now. But you know, yeah. they're normally just vibing. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends what kind of doctor they are. Yeah, so like plastic like, surgeons are probably still just vibing. I think so, but I think also like a lot of plastic surgeons right now are like trying to help out however they can. Oh, that's and nice. Had like a few things about that, yeah. which is kind of nice. Everyone's just helping one another, but you know, it is nice. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't schedule this earlier because I didn't know that like clapping for healthcare workers thing was every night. Yeah. So suddenly it was seven, and I'm like, why? What am I hearing? I thought we already did this. <laughs> A couple no, of days like ago, nagging or cl- like clanking of like pots and pans heard a little yeah. earlier. Someone was talking. I couldn't understand what she was saying. She's <laughs> like, I don't know what we're celebrating, but I think I know. <laughs> it's not totally clear to me. I'll do this again tomorrow night. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll schedule everything that's a, like podcast related after seven. Yes, so that I don't go. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Also, someone who clearly went to science after her education was Maya yes. Bialik. So she started in the 90s on TV. And then I guess after like a successful TV show, it's time to go to college. So sure, I'll go do neuroscience. Which yeah, which is so cool. funny. I feel like yeah. I feel like there's a good bit of celebrities who've done the whole like college after, you know, like Emma Watson, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. I think Shakira too. Yeah, and... Although she's not an actress, so. Yeah. Um, and, like, a, I feel like a bunch of people have done that. But, yeah, neuroscience is just, like, such, like, a funny, yeah. intense, cool thing to just be like, oh, I guess I did that. And, like, <laughs> and then to go, all right, I did four years. I have my bachelor's. Let's let's do some more and get this PhD. Yeah, might as well. Um, yeah. But it's really cool. Yeah. But I'll definitely, like. A surprise because I think at least I expect actors to just be like all right that was hard and enough so I'm gonna yeah. go back to what I know yeah so that but, was cool that she's like I'm gonna stick with it and see if this is the route I want to actually go down yeah and it's it's pretty cool because I mean I will be honest I am not a big bang theory type of gal um yeah me neither it's unfortunate I'm- because I feel like I would like it yeah I don't know I don't I've, like, watched it on the plane lens, and I was like, this isn't even, like, plane-worthy. Like, <laughs> like no offense to you guys, but 
it's but, not, but it's like not my jam. I think it's super cool that she is on a show that is I mean again I don't really have a frame of reference but like is mildly intellectual at times yeah. I don't know, but um, I think that's pretty cool and I was actually watching this interview where um, maybe it was Conan or like Jimmy Fallon where she was just like said that um, on her acting resume she said like neuroscientist and mm. um, the casting directors were like is this true or are you, or are you lying to us <laughs> I like that. But we saw that interview, too, where they are on the red carpet talking to her. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I have a PhD, so I can yeah. do calculus. Yeah, because they were like, oh, is it hard to keep up? Um, it's like, like first all of all, it's a script. And it's just so funny, like, watching her face do that thing that all women's faces do when they're, like, yeah. being asked a horrible question. <laughs> <laughs> yep, where you just kind of, like, eat it. And like stuff it down, and you can see it on her face, being like, "All right, so yeah." Then she's like, "I'm actually in your science, so like I know how to do calculus, y'all." Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so funny because what did yeah. do? I mean, I guess it was during it was a SAG Awards, and so I guess you yeah. can't like do research on every single person, I guess. But if you're if you know you're gonna like pull someone for an interview, wouldn't you do like basic research into them and understand like? Yeah. Or at least not be like, it's not to say you're not a genius, but you're not a genius, right? You know, I'm a lady braid. <laughs> like that might not be. <laughs> that might not be the best choice to go with for an interview. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. what, like after hidden figures, they like ask everyone, like, was it hard to do the math? <laughs> it's like, yes, we had to learn intense calculus and whatever astronauts need to know. In order to act in this movie. Gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, propulsion. But yeah. And that's yeah. the extent of my science now. <laughs> but she's working. Is her new show that she, that's coming out soon, is that science related or is that just? She, I don't know about her new show. I know that she has a movie that's coming out this year, next year, that is. Um, or, yeah, let me just talk movie. about her. Let's just talk about her right now. <laughs> Because we're here. Um, I don't... I think the movie is kind of based on her life. Okay. And not science-related, unless the character, like, goes to college, which I don't think she does. Okay. Um, Yeah, but we'll bring it back in time to before both of us were born. (laughs) To San Diego, 1975. (laughs) Woohoo! So that's when Mayim was born, and by the time she was 12, she's acting, which... I guess, like, if you're near L.A., maybe it makes sense. that's a normal trajectory, trajectory yeah. <laughs> um, and then she was cast in the lead show, cast as the lead in the show, Blossom, which I also did not see at the time it was on TV. I was too small, as you were not even alive yet. I, I was think. not even alive. It was not even all <laughs> in anybody's eye. <laughs> um, so I was, like, watching the pilot. I was like, I, this is just, like, every 90s sitcom that has a family i felt i but what i really kind of liked about it i guess because most of the shows that i've watched were like later in the 90s whereas this was like 91 to 95 Mm -hmm. um i thought it was i mean like again i only watched the pilot but i thought it was cool because it kind of she started vlogging which yes that was a note i wrote i was like wait a minute (laughs) like homegirl was just (laughs) vlogging like before (laughs) vlogging was the thing so that was really cool and then i thought it was wild 
like I feel like they get divorced either like at the end of yeah like soon which I thought was interesting because a lot of shows are about like nuclear families mm-hmm. and then her older brother is an addict like, yeah that's true like that was wild and so I was just like those are usually things that are like peppered in as like the B character storyline mm-hmm. but I thought it was cool that that was her storyline like straight yeah. up so that was kind of cool that's true. Yeah, when I was reading about the show, I was like, oh, okay, like, it's her and her dad and her brothers, and then watching that first episode, I was like, wait, her mom's here. <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> but I guess that's also kind of neat to show, like, here's, like, a seemingly happy couple, and they divorce at some point, which a lot of mm-hmm. people can relate to. Yeah. So, yeah, it is interesting. But the older brother thing, I kind of got lost for a minute, because I was like, wait, <laughs> is he, like, her older brother's friend yeah no, that's her older brother oh okay <laughs> relatable <laughs> well, <been there. laughs> but yeah it was cool that it, i also did like that the intro starts as like a vlog and ends yeah. as a vlog that's neat yeah and it seems kind of newish for i yeah. mean i don't know if like they were doing that in 80s shows but it seemed new it seemed new because, I mean, like, if you watch something like Full House, even stuff like Fresh Prince, and, like, those are, like, the two ones popping up in my head, but, like, yeah. those, like, sometimes would have, like, video stuff, but the fact that that, like, seems like it might be a thread throughout right. it um, is pretty interesting, so, I don't know. I only watched the yeah. one episode, so I can't really. Yeah, no, me I'm, too. Not a, I'm not an expert. Another show that's clearly not for me, and also, you know, it's so old now. <laughs> I'm not sure there's, like, a well, diehard Blossom fun. fan out there. <laughs> um, but she started that show at 15, and when I was watching the pilot, I was like, how old is she? Because, like, my notes say she's 15, but yeah. she looks, like, like a 12. Baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, okay, well. I guess she, she starts at 15 and ends the show at 20. So, so she, like, started blossom. college late. Yeah. She did Blossom. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> that's good. Um, and then from there, that's when she attended UCLA. Cute. Which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In an interview I read with The Guardian, she was like, oh, you know, I thought I would have enjoyed being a research professor. And then she had her first kid, I guess, and wanted to spend a lot of time with that kid and realized research would take a lot of time. Yeah. I don't know why I said it. Like, you know, I guess you want to hang out with that kid. <laughs> But oh, like this thing. I can't research this. Yeah, guess I'll fall back on acting. (laughs) But I thought that actors had like pretty intense schedules too, so I'm not sure if you're doing a show that's at least like for like a period of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, like she landed um, Big Bang Theory. I guess, and I, I don't know, like, what she did before that or, like, after yeah. um, graduating or deciding that she didn't want to be a research professor. But, um, yeah, I think you, like, have more breaks, I guess, and maybe that's how she thought of it. Um, that could be. But I guess, like, yeah. research professor, you kind of just, that's your life and that's all you do. I don't know. That's true. And, like, maybe you have to grade papers after work, too. So there's that. Yeah. I don't know. I would not want to be a teacher in any way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is just not quite uh, my thing. (laughs) 
um but yeah so it's funny that like she joined the big bang theory when it was already a show as a guest role and then they brought her on as a recurring yeah main role and i read something that said her character wasn't initially a neuroscientist but they changed it to that for her which i thought was cool that's like okay they're using her background as influence for the show yeah and like actually like listening to her and you know giving mm-hmm. her some clout which is cool so yeah good right. for the yeah theory. good for them good for them <laughs> i do have one of my cousins is an engineer and him and his siblings really like the show so you know maybe i'm just not smart enough for the jokes <laughs> because i did not glow into engineering obviously <laughs> Meanwhile, we watch like 90 Day Fiance. We're smart enough for that. (laughs) We are. That is my, that's where my brain's at. (laughs) That's how how developed I am. Yes. (laughs) We understand immigration, not how the planets are formed. (laughs) Only only when it has to do with getting married. Yes. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, the new series, Call Me Cat. I didn't really read a whole lot about that other than it was a british remake and then i went on a tangent about how i'm so sick of american production companies remaking good british tv no i know although i haven't seen it on i haven't seen the british version so maybe it's not good i don't know american remakes just aren't that good a lot of the time um yeah like there's very few i can think of that i'm like that was well done Mm -hmm. um I think the only one that I actually really like is The Birdcage, which is the remake, a remake of a French movie. Um, oh, that makes sense. I did like that movie. But other than that, like, most remakes, I don't know. I never really watched The Office, either one. Um, yeah, I watched both. But I can see where they emulate, like, one after the other. But I think the U.S. version of The Office did a good job in not copying it exactly which is where i think the problem comes yeah yeah like i remember yeah when they did the american remake of skins and it was kind of like shot for shot like the episode was like (laughs) shot for shot kind of of like the first episode and there's it was just too similar that halfway through i was just like i can't even this is just blasphemy it's horrible (laughs) well i didn't like the british version i think it was too wild for me too dramatic. I'm not really into the whole drama thing. <laughs> I love drama. I live for drama. Yeah. So I didn't even know that they did an American remake, but I should have guessed. Yes. Just <laughs> by how popular it was. Um, and so I guess that show, it's called Call Me Cat, will come, so, well, this fall maybe? <laughs> Who knows? Because of... This pandemic, who knows how long it will, will be delayed. Um, but it, it was cool to read that she did start a production company last year. Yes. I like when I see women like, I think Sandra Bullock has one too, maybe. Mm-hmm. And and I'm totally blanking on other people. I think Octavia Spencer has her own yes. production company. Yes, uh, Jessica Parker has her own. Um... I like it. Yeah, it's nice. It's cool. And it's, you know, gives them, you know, more control over the things that they help produce, gives them more mm-hmm. money also. Yeah, that's true. Cool. More um, money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think the control thing, or at least having the ability to say, I am developing this show. Yeah. Do you want it? Instead of 
like waiting for people to come to you or yeah whatnot i think yeah more um career control and potential growth yes um let's see what else we want to reveal oh yeah not to get into any drama but i thought it was an interesting read because it was like 2015 articles i was finding that people were super upset about her and some like anti-vax drama but she had vaccinated her kids so people like misinterpreted what she had said oh it was fun to read one of them was like uh, I don't know what her initial thing was. I just saw an article that was like, we're disappointed in you. <laughs> and and um, I think she had said something like, you know, it's a parent's right to choose whatever they do with their kids or something. Yeah. And That's interesting because when somebody has like a foundation in science and they say questionable sh- stuff like that. Yeah. We're just like, where is this like, you understand science and i think (laughs) whether you're like what your opinions are like you understand the facts behind it you know like Mm -hmm. and and yes theoretically people should have a right to choose with all things but there's things that like maybe when you have a platform don't say people have a right to choose like keep that to yourself Mm -hmm. right Uh, people should be vaccinated as proven by what is currently going on, like <laughs> things can spread soups easy. So fast, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, and she is also um, what she's calling modern Orthodox Orthodox Jewish. So yeah. she's like you know wears more um, modest clothing. Yes. And I saw that like in the wake of Me Too, she had said like, oh, you know, if I like I don't get sexually harassed because I dress in like this very uh <laughs> I don't know like what's a nice way to say it other than just like well, I guess modest you- again covered up <laughs> clothing so and yeah. people were like no that's not that's the not case. how it goes that's yeah. Like, yeah which is just really interesting because that doesn't like there's so many like very intense like community like religious communities like when you look at like mormons the amish the orthodox mm-hmm. jewish people like it's there's sexual harassment and assault within all of those communities within yeah. like lots of religious communities where people are like super modest or just like pe- people just don't dress a certain way i guess but like right, like, right. like people can wear whatever that's it also seems like people. with how long she's been in in the field that she would have seen it to her co-stars or colleagues or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. But again, goes to show you, you can be pretty smart in some areas and lacking in some others. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. Like no shade is just true. <laughs> it is what it is. I said what I said. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool that she started in acting, went to college, went to college for science and then was like, oh, I'll go back to acting on yeah. this hit show. People are going to remember me forever on. <laughs> the hill that I die on. Yeah. I would love for someone to remember me forever for a good thing also. I'll remember you forever. Oh, thanks. That's thoughtful. I will put a star on my street that says Tuesday. 
and I will break your hand. We don't understand. (laughs) Your neighbors will be very confused. Like what? What is this? (laughs) Is the weird girl doing again? (laughs) Yeah, she's nice, but we just don't understand. (laughs) Um. All right. Oh yeah, I forgot to say, Mayim did write a book on a few different things. Mm-hmm. One of them I don't think has to do with neuroscience. It's on attachment parenting, which I also thought was interesting. But her dissertation was on a very obscure medical condition, and I was surprised by it. <laughs> I look it up, but I can't read half the words in the title, so I'm not going to try to tell anyone what it's called. <laughs> But you could look it up yourself, yeah. y'all. <laughs> you can see, um, you can you can get like some of the preview pages from college. Interesting sites. Yeah, I don't think people can access the whole thing unless you have a student ID. But you know, students cool that if here. someone's interested, they can read an actor's dissertation. I'm curious. What is? Oh no! Ooh, that is. Yeah, you want to try to read it? Because <laughs> I was not gonna go for it. Hyperthalamic regulation in relation to maladaptive, obsessive, compulsive, affiliative, and satiative behaviors and prader <laughs> syndrome. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So you guys can just read that if you want. I'm yeah. sure it's 60 pages at least. Yeah. In case you guys were looking for some light reading. Yeah. Really, if you have reached peak boredom, in isolation. Just go read, read some dissertations. <laughs> now we can talk about someone who has no dissertations that we're aware of. No reading involved. No reading required. But you can Google her. Thanks yeah. for done. And watch some movies. Yeah. Some classics. Um, so Hedy Lamar was born in Vienna in 1914 as Hedwig Eva Kiesler. That's as good of pronunciation as i will get for that (laughs) um and i was reading as i don't know why i wrote like as an only child but maybe it was the middle child in me being like she got attention from both parents (laughs) um but what i was reading was that her father like influenced her technical curiosity and really encouraged her to like go after that and her mother was a concert pianist so Hmm. she had like science on one side or at least engineering on one side and music and the arts on the other, which I thought was like, must be a pretty nice balance of yeah. what you can explore, like interests on either side without feeling judged or. Yeah. And it's super cool that her dad encouraged that and, mm-hmm. you know, letting his daughter like tinker with music boxes and stuff like mm-hmm. that and like, you know, work on that. That's pretty cool. What did you feel, especially in that time? Mm-hmm. Was it really exactly what? you'd want your daughter to be doing right young in the 1920s a kid in the 1920s see <laughs> seems like yeah he's probably um like a, a rare well, man yeah. in that time oh. who has a only one child who's a daughter like it's not as yeah. if he also had a son that he was only encouraging to do engineering or something yeah. it's like sure she can learn whatever she wants <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah I only found, like, one record that said she won this beauty contest at age 12, so it's possibly true. It's possibly not true. Who knows? Who knows? But 
If true, why are they having beauty contests so young? But <laughs> well, yeah, it's again, it's the 1920s, so <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's weird. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I kind of hope it's not true because why? Well, like but we do have toddlers and tiaras, so yeah, I guess I can't really feel like it was the times. <laughs> It's just, you know, ugh. yeah. we won't get into that. <laughs> we'll be like, it's weird, and we'll move on. <laughs> um, yeah, so when she was a teenager, she took some acting classes, and I thought it was pretty cool that at 16 she was hired as a script supervisor. Yeah. Of course, it was called, like, um, Script Girl at the time. Yeah, so really interesting, which I still <laughs> feel like is true to this day, but like most women like throughout film history have been just tossed that role just because mm-hmm. they're like very precise and able to you know pay attention to detail because men can't apparently but um it's still something that's true today where i think like i mean it's obviously cool that you know there will usually be like a woman on set but it does suck where it's like still that category like category of like a woman's job i guess mm-hmm. pretty cool it's but- also interesting because the job is so intertwined with what the director needs yeah but like we can't direct we yeah. can only take numerous notes and <laughs> and be like oh that light was out of place there wasn't enough orange juice like well, we can nitpick all the details but we're not allowed to deal with emotive performances no because we're too hysterical Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> and we have like a fainting spell real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it only took two years for her to have a lead role, which I also thought was interesting that she's like, oh, I'm going to work on sets as a scripty. And then, hey, I'm a background actor. Hey, I'm a supporting actor. Hey, I'm a lead. Check that out. Weasel <laughs> oh, their way in. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Not to, like, again, shade anybody, but I think if it's true that she's marketed as the most beautiful woman in the world when she came to the U.S., I'm sure that helped compared to some of her other colleagues, but... Yeah, we're not as Still, good, good for her. <laughs> it sounds, like, so bitter when I say it like that, but it's not meant to be. It's just meant to be, like, you know... Fugly ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those who were lacking in the beauty department probably didn't have um, as good of a shot. Yeah, beauty but privilege. We watched Ecstasy. Loved. Which was the movie she was 18 in, which I thought she was older than 18 yeah, because right? I can't tell anyone's ages, apparently. It's funny because <laughs> she looks older and then yeah. Nam looks way younger. So. Yeah. I'm like, I can't figure anything out. <laughs> um, but the movie was, I don't want to say it was funny because it wasn't meant to be. But I, you know, just like the way movies used to be made. So dramatic, melodramatic. So melodramatic. It's like, we're gonna, it's not necessary to be 90 minutes long. It could have been 45 minutes, nice and easy. Yeah. But we have to look at the lamp. We have to look at this man's shoes. We have to like interpret all these little details and understand what they mean, hopefully. Maybe. I don't think I understood everything. But um, it was cool because that movie was partially filmed at Berendov Studios in Prague, where I studied abroad, and I had one of my classes there, so that was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. So, like, a little bit about me. Um, We're just going to make this about me again. (laughs) Okay. 
Let's do that. It's still fun. (laughs) Um, It was cool. Like it was, um, I mean, like, I just love older films just because like we said, they're so melodramatic. They're so Mm. intensely emotive and, um, you know, the dialogue (laughs) is definitely lacking, but, um, So I thought it was a silent movie for like the first 15 minutes. And then, (laughs) and then there was like a line of dialogue and then it was silent again. Yeah, I was like, wait, what year is this movie made? Okay, so it is when sound has arrived. So what's happening? But yeah, they're very choice with their words. Yes. I'm like, us Americans. You know? <laughs> I did really like the scene, though, where like her um, new boo and her old boo meet. And he's like driving him around and thinks, spoiler alert, that he's going to like run his car into the train that was exciting but it lasted a very long time a lot of that movie lasted a very long time (laughs) but good for her there are certain things that did last a good amount of time if you know wink wink but that's also part of why um the movie seems kind of groundbreaking although i'm not sure it was for the time period because it seemed like there was a lot of art films in a similar vein like that but (laughs) she was naked yeah, we saw her boobies. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they say it's, like, one of the first, like, orgasm scenes on camera. Which, I, you know, when I read that, I was like, whoa, like, this is going to be really risque. And then yeah. I see, like, oh, it's her face only. Yeah. But that's which, pretty cool because... For we, the time period. But sure. now, like, mm-hmm. if you watch a rom-com, like, we rarely get that. And, like... Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool, like, watching her, like, put her hand in her mouth and be like, ooh, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> ooh, ah. That's because the director was poking her with a pin. <laughs> wild, because, like, I'm sorry, like, I don't know. I feel like every woman knows how to fake it real good. <laughs> like, but maybe because she's 18 and, like, you're supposed to be more pure in those times, like, you know, maybe she does. Maybe she didn't know. Maybe she didn't know. Yeah. But then I like, know. wasn't a good actress, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the acting in the movie was suspect. I will tell you that. Somebody could have pulled her aside and be like, listen, honey, this is yeah. <laughs> the The script the woman script. that they had on that, yeah, could have helped her out. But nope. Um, yeah, that was, that was wild. Uh, what else? Oh, the ending confused me because I was like, wait, why are we back on... Like this coal mine, or whatever it was, for a while when our lead character is not there. So I'm just watching people work that we've never met before until they finally reveal new booze they're working, staring at a woman with a child who's not her. And then we see maybe she has a child. I don't understand what happened at the end. That's, uh, I don't know I was, I, I feel like there definitely was something I miss. There's a lot, of, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's just, it's so over the top that I guess like maybe there's like a shot that like a, of the lamp that was like expressive of something that I, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's true too. It is. It's also, um, I don't know what country Gustav, the director is from, but oh, Czech, Czech, yeah. Czech, Czechoslovakia. Yes. Czech Republic? 
Well, it was. Uh, well, I think it was Czechoslovakia then. Or was it Czech Czechoslovakia? Oh no, I don't know. History slash geography has never been a strong suit of mine. So <laughs> learning a lot. We'll just move on. <laughs> um, but no, I did. No, bro, like comment to like, oh, uh, actually, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gustav and where he's from is relevant. I know I don't know but I did like when I was doing research I saw found this article on the Scientific American that was like talking about her achievements and then the quote that I'm going to read to you cracked me up and I don't know if it's because I'm in my house being bored you know <laughs> because I'm isolated or what but the quote is even back then all it took was a sex tape to launch a stunning young woman into a life of celebrity <laughs> I love that they literally just subtly compared her to Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And it was like the Kim K of her time. Yep. I was like, wow. But, um, I mean, I guess maybe because then you read about her marriages and those are also wild. Yeah. So it's possible. Like her first husband was an Austrian arms dealer. <laughs> I was like, what? Her life is crazy. Um, but he met her because she performed in a play the year after Ecstasy, and he, like, he must have seen Ecstasy or something, and he was like, this is inappropriate, I don't like it, I don't want you to do acting anymore, but he met her because she was in a play, so it seems like you just want to keep her all to yourself. Rude. Can't, can't trust husbands. No, never. <laughs> That's why she had several. Yeah. Yeah, and then lived out as just, like, a single woman. She was like, whoa, this is not working. Um, but some of the things I read were that she, like, accompanied him to his meetings, and some people there were Nazis, so she was, like, on these secret business meetings, and she's smart, so she's absorbing information. That's wild. But her husband's just like, you're a pretty woman. You can hang out. Sure, whatever. She can chill. Yeah, like, like, there's nothing in your little brain. (laughs) Yeah, little did he know. He was a... She's a pretty smart lady. Yeah. <laughs> when I was reading about the different stories of how she left him, some of them were like she dressed up in a maid's costume and snuck out in the middle of the night. Other ones were that she like stole a bike and I don't know where she biked to. But a lot of them had to do with like sneaking out in the middle of the night. <coughs> sorry. And, and then she went to Paris, got Wait, her marriage. I'm sorry. She just like ghosted her husband she dipped yeah went to paris divorced him and then moved to london that's that seems to be whether or not there's a bike involved or she dressed like a maid the story is that she like just basically ran away i love her (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess i'm gonna do i guess he's an arms dealer though so it's not like you can just go hey like it's over that's please true. don't hurt me yeah please don't murder me yeah right so yeah. she's probably like mm. <laughs> you have a lot of guns <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just gonna peace now and we'll sort it out later yeah <laughs> um so in london she met louis b mayor of metro goldwyn mayor hmm. and I was trying to do the math on, like, what the weekly sum that she's offered was in today's money, but I couldn't get a clear amount, whether it's, like, 150 a week or whatnot. 
Because one thing I read was that he offered her 150 and she was like, that's too low. I yeah. want 500 And then he gave Ooh. her 500 And if that's true, like, that's a huge improvement. Yeah. But I don't know what the actual number is. It's just a lot. <laughs> that's pretty fire. I mean, like, 500 That's pretty cool. It's, like, mm-hmm. more than, like, some of my friends are making now at their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, like before that, this, that's including know. inflation yeah <laughs> let her 500 before and after inflation is still a Very lot more stuff. yeah yeah but i thought that's kind of neat that she's like mm, i've acted in a few things yeah you must pay me more yeah and he did yeah which is pretty cool um mm-hmm. just because a lot of the time even now people are kind of just won't do that won't give in mm-hmm. so that's cool that he he's just like you deserve this <laughs> you deserve- <laughs> and also please change your name from hedwig kiesler because we don't want to be associated with nudie films <laughs> now you're hedy lamar <laughs> it was like what <laughs> was somebody going to like google her it's not like now yeah I think the film was also banned in the States because, you know, it's inappropriate. So how was anyone going to know yeah, or right? see her? That was like the golden age of nudie films because you could <laughs> do one and hope for the best. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it, was, and like, it wasn't like a French one. It was like in yeah. Czechoslovakia. Like, I have friends who don't It wasn't a French one. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like it's, you know, like more likely to get over here if it was like. Yeah, true. You know, I don't know. I'm just talking. Yeah, like how many people in the States in the 30s are watching films, foreign films, in the language spoken in this movie, which sounded German, I think. Or at least Eastern European of some brand. I think I read that they, it was personally, (laughs) and bless you, um, but then they also had like French actors. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We didn't talk about the end of the film, which was also very dramatic. <laughs> How? I guess people do that nowadays, but whenever I see it in a movie that someone's like, oh, my partner doesn't love me anymore, I'm ending my life, I think it's insane. Yeah. It's, but it's a mic me. drop. <laughs> <laughs> we also watched Algiers. Yes. I was trying to look up, like, her most famous films, and that popped up. Also, Samson and Delilah, which probably would have been cool to watch. Um, but we watched Algiers, which, again, is a remake of a French film, Pepe Lomoco. So, I'm really upset about remakes right now. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't just, like, a science ladies remake thing? <laughs> yeah, and my me shaking my fist in the corner. <laughs> Um, Also, I felt like this movie was kind of all over the place in how they were storytelling. Yeah. Because I was following some parts, and then I'd be like, wait, did I miss something? Why do we care about this man? What's happening? Yeah, well, I was just like, wait, what? Who? Did I? Again, like, it's just like the whole, like, did I? Okay, yeah, sure. Did I blink and I missed something crucial? But then yeah. everything else is so slow, I can't possibly have blinked and missed something. <laughs> so. I know. It's just very <laughs> loose 
storytelling. Maybe they got the translation wrong. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it in English? No, but, like, translating it from, like, the French film. To, oh. To <laughs> I was like, didn't I, I see the movie? What happens in English? But what I did think was interesting was that she and the character was Ines, but I want to, I'm trying to look up who the actress was. Because they looked very similar to me, except yes. for their eyes. Sigrid yes. Guri. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah, because I remember she popped up. I like had to like take a moment. Like I started the movie, I was like, wait, is that her? And then... Yeah, I was like, like oh. I thought her eyes were darker, but I don't know. So I studied her face for a while. On. <laughs> it's in the eyebrows, I think. And a little bit the nose. But yeah, they looked really similar. And they introduced a third woman who also kind of looked like them. But it could have been the way it was shot. Yeah. You know, it's like harsh lighting. And I don't know. But I was like, it seems kind of bold to market Hetty as like the most beautiful woman in the world when there's two other women in the movie that look a lot like her. How must they have felt? They're close um, enough, but like maybe their eyebrows weren't on point, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe in person that one is just <laughs> much more charming, which maybe that's Hetty. But she, um, so that movie came out in 1938. And yeah. then she was in about two, two films a year mm-hmm. until 1950. And then her career kind of fell off quite a bit. Sad. And then after 1958, there's nothing. Even though she lived for, like, another 50 years. Yeah. She, I mean, she probably got tired of it. Um, yeah, and I saw that um, Casablanca was written with her in mind. Read your notes. Um, mm. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But they wouldn't and, let her do that. Yeah, because the studio system and yeah. how it owned actors. Yeah, still does, <laughs> kind of, but uh, yeah. but no, I thought that was really interesting because especially since I feel like people would know her more if she had that billing also. That's true, um, yeah. But like, would she have gone on to make, you know, do all of her scientific discoveries if she had that film? Or... Right. I mean, yeah, I guess it seemed like if inventions were her hobby and something that she wants to do with her spare time... Acting in two movies a year takes away from that. Yeah. So, yeah, that could also be. And would she have... I mean, I wonder if she was the lead in Casablanca, if Casablanca would have been as big of a hit. Yeah. Or is it Ingrid Bergman that made it somehow more marketable or memorable to a larger audience? Yeah. To today. Who knows? A lot of what ifs. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta, like, dissect history. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. It was pretty neat that she met this man, George Ann Thiel, mm-hmm. who she, I guess she lived near, who was also a composer, and that they started working on inventions together. I thought that was kind of neat. That Sweet. It wasn't... Um, I guess I'm kind of skeptical of men in the industry supporting women's interests. So when I was reading it, I was like, oh, is he going to be like husband number four? But it seems like they were just friends, which I think is kind of neat. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I had to copy another quote from a magazine because I was not going to be able to explain what frequency hopping is. Oh, (laughs) please explain. (laughs) Yeah. So Smithsonian's magazine said the practical model for Lamar's like frequency hopping idea was they found a way for the radio guidance transmitter and the torpedoes receiver to jump simultaneously from frequency to frequency, making it impossible for the enemy to locate and block a message before it had moved to another frequency. End quote. So, that's crazy. Yeah. How does someone come up with that? That's pretty cool. And, like, especially if he was, like, a composer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. I mean, like, I guess, like, obviously, like, being a composer, you understand frequencies. So, right. probably, like, figuring... I didn't put those two together. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. I was just like, cool, he knows music. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I feel like I have like a basic understanding of frequencies and like yeah, that makes sense. Playing around in the studio and then you know mm. it spiraled into this whole thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they tried to give it to the Navy um, for World War II, so they made it pretty early. Yeah, um, in their friendship, I guess the early 1940s, and the military is like, we're not ready for this. <laughs> We don't, like, we're not technologically advanced enough for this. So funny. So it took another decade before the Navy was able to use it, use it which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, this invention so ahead of its time yeah. that it took a decade for a military organization to be able to use it. That's pretty crazy. And, yeah, I mean, not surprising, but... We're going to have, like, military outside our doors tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, you know, but yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty cool, and you know, like having that foresight that, like, this is important mm-hmm. stuff. Um, again, lots of what ifs. Like, what if they had were technologically advanced? Like, what would that have meant for the world? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I was reading some things too that were saying she had learned some or because she had her insider information from her first husband and his secret evil meetings that she was able to like she's like well i know like this these bad things are happening so i'm gonna do what i can to try to counter it or at least do something good which i thought was neat very um noble yeah yeah i mean it's super interesting um the types of crazy research that was going on into science during those times Mm -hmm. um i mean like the nazis did all of this crazy research into like the paranormal and like mind reading and stuff like that which is (laughs) wild you know i guess go big or go home (laughs) steve by uh by mind reading um we didn't mention the most important part, which is that yeah. this frequency hopping is like a very old version of what we use today for Bluetooth and GPS and Wi-Fi, which is why she's called the mother of Wi-Fi. Hey. So that's pretty neat. That is pretty cool. And yeah. Wi-Fi yeah. queen. Wi-Fi queen. <laughs> Wi-Fi queen. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, that's pretty cool. And again, like, kind of wild that nobody really knows i mean i feel like people don't really know who to thank for a lot of the things they just like blindly accept things but definitely that's true wild to 
acknowledge that and appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. She's cool. Lady. Yeah. Very thankful for her. And I think the only other things we have is that um, she was married and divorced six times. <laughs> um, and then gave up on the institution of marriage, which I also would have done if I had been married six times and it didn't work out. I, it's just, it's so funny. It's just like, was it like the Elizabeth Taylor thing of like, I don't want to sleep with anyone who's not legally my husband or... Um. Was it like, oh, maybe this time will be better? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She There was um, an autobiography, but from what I could tell, she didn't approve of a lot of the things that were in that. Some of it was very fantastical, I guess, from her perspective. So yeah. she's like, that's not really... <laughs> not. I guess it's not an autobiography. Someone else wrote it. <laughs> But she didn't like the biography someone wrote for her. Yeah. Um, and she passed in the year 2000. So she lived a really long time, 85 years, I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that must be kind of crazy to, like, live through World War II. Yes. And a successful career and then just kind of chill for yeah. 40 years. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Probably. Oh, she also opened her own production studio. Look, it's just women, inventors, scientists. Just doing just doing their doing the, the damn thing. thing. Doing yeah. their thing. <laughs> I'm also like more I'm also curious about like the she was the model for Snow White and Catwoman. What does that mean? From from what I can tell, it's just that simple. Like they <laughs> based wait, Snow White doesn't really make sense, does it? Catwoman, I guess, makes sense. Hold on. <laughs> I was writing notes furiously. Well, this says she went on tours dressed as Snow White to promote the film. Interesting. So, yeah, she was a model for Snow White's look in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Interesting. Yeah. I guess that makes sense just because she kind of looks like that. Yeah, actually, you're, when you look at like a side-by-side photo... Oh, the eyebrows for sure eyebrow queen <laughs> but I guess also I was seeing for um, what movie is it I don't remember the name of the movie but they had like an actress way back in the day acting out the parts Yeah, as if it's live action but then they animate that so it looks realistic fair so I guess that makes sense. Like, I, I wonder if she acted out the movie, too, or if it was just like, we're going to base the facial features off of you for this character. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And being being the model for Catwoman, though, that <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, hot babe 100. <laughs> Super babe. <laughs> Super babe. To the rescue! Yeah. She did get a Hollywood Walk of Fame star, which I don't know why when I was looking it up, I was, like, blanking on if the Hollywood Walk of Fame star was the same thing as, like, just the Hollywood star. Because (laughs) I was like, is the terminology two different things now? And I was getting too much in my head. But I was like, that's pretty cool that she got that posthumously. And that she was inducted in the National Inventors Hall of Fame. 
That's also pretty cool. No star, but pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> no star. Um, so that pretty much wraps up these two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You have anything, any final thoughts on either Hedy Lamar or Mayim Bialik? I just think that it's pretty cool. Like some ladies in STEM also in like another, you know, industry that's shitty towards women and kind of working, (laughs) you know, like obviously very different times, but you know, like as we've talked about, things haven't changed that much yeah um sadly but it definitely is pretty cool kind of i mean mayim didn't really like help make wi-fi but you know she did (laughs) write that dissertation which i guess is pretty cool for whatever yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah no it's just really cool because i think people don't really let women have like lots of hyphens in what they do mm-hmm. um and have those hyphens be different where it's like now i guess like a, you know i'll describe myself as like a writer director producer like whatever but mm-hmm. to have something that's so different it's not something that a lot of people have and to kind of explore these women that right. were using you know their left and right side of their brain that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and definitely inspiring yeah i think that's a good point and i do think it should not be overlooked that Mayim's like neuroscience background also helped influence her character in the show, and that yeah. we did briefly mention it, but that the science uh, researcher or advisor for the show would use her mm-hmm. as like a secondary source. Yeah, which I think is cool. So it's not like she just got her degree, wrote her dissertation, and was like, "All right, bye." Yeah, gonna forget about that. Like that, it's still in use. I think is really cool, and that yeah, they're both. Like, writer, producer, director, what we are, and we're multi-hyphenate in one field. It's not like, oh, yeah, we do this creative industry. And then yeah, we're also, I don't know, like... In the lab. Yeah. A senator. <laughs> or something that's, like, completely different. Senator. I have politics out of my mind. <laughs> they would downvote all my, um, <laughs> all my policies. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what is she what is she doing in in Congress? <laughs> I'm here to party. I don't know. I'm here to vibe, know. y'all. <laughs> I hear that right, you cool. needed a vibe check. <laughs> yeah. Um so people can follow you on Instagram. Yes. And anywhere else? That's it. Um don't follow my Twitter. <laughs> my Twitter is just like me shit posting. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, my Instagram is Chamomile Violet. You can also um, follow Trashhead Productions. You should. Cool. So I'll put those in the yeah. notes. Little yeah. links. Uh, like and subscribe, y'all. 